0: Welcome,
1: Welcome to Awoman, the, the
0: Warhorn, with, war war with Junius, your host, Ricardo, Junius
1: Stanton. Ricardo Stanton. Peace, it's Professor Griff. We're listening to Junius Ricardo Stanton. Straight up, we're teaching you all those things you need to know from the neck up. All right? We're definitely doing a checkup from the neck up. This is Professor Griff from Public Enemy, the ex-minister. I'm out. Peace.
0: Welcome to Akoban, the Warhorn. My name is Junius Ricardo Stanton, and we welcome you to this episode of Akoban. Akoban is an indinkra word and symbol of the Akan people who reside in Ghana, West Africa. It is a specially carved animal's horn that makes a distinct and unique sound that the traditional villagers use to call for alertness, assembly, preparation, and in extreme cases, mobilization. We sound the akoben routinely to alert you to current events, offer differing perspectives that counterbalance the mind-numbing propaganda that you get in the corporatist media, and also to present and introduce you to interesting ideas and intriguing personalities, people who come with a mission to serve to serve humanity as opposed to being leeches on the human collective and we'll offer up a different perspective following these messages so don't go anywhere stay right where you are
1: Mm -hmm. Greetings to the Internet Radio family. This is Reverend Valentine speaking. You know, for nearly 30 years, I have had the distinct experience of being interviewed over every medium of communication available to the public. And except for the metaphysical underground, I can think of no other electronic venue that has been more progressive, more innovative, more insightful, more diligent, more diverse in its demographics, and more courageously supportive of the truth than this ever-growing phenomenon called Internet Radio. And this is precisely why I'm here to tell you that it is so vital that you give your wholehearted support to it. Tell a friend. In fact, tell two, three, and four of your friends. If you are a business owner, support Internet Radio by telling your customers and constituents all about it. Let them know that there is a legitimate and important substitute to all of the prefabricated, super-censored garbage polluting our public airways today. Don't allow the mass media to continue to treat you like a mindless consumer drone. Enhance your awareness. Indulge your critical thinking, your reasoning, and your analysis. Do as I do. Log on, listen in, and then let it be known all about your internet radio experience. Chimatep beloved family, thank you for listening. Walk in light.
0: This is a meditative, relaxing moment. With Junius Ricardo Stanton, encouraging you to relax. Let your shoulders drop naturally, normally. Breathe in through your nose. Take a deep breath. Let your abdomen expand. Relax, hold it for a count of five, four, three, two, one. Exhale, let your abdomen sink in. Relax. Take a deep breath. Inhale, let your abdomen expand. Hold it. Five, four, three, two, one. Exhale, softly. Relax. Monitor your thoughts. Don't resist what you see, the images. Relax. Focus on your breathing. Inhale deep. Let your abdomen expand. Hold it. Five, four, three, two, one. Exhale. Relax continue to monitor your breathing focus only on your breathing relax let the tension flow outward from you inhale fully fully expand your abdomen fill your lungs with life giving oxygen and air hold it 5 4 3 two, one, exhale, relax, relax, relax. Perk up and be prepared to resume your day in an extremely relaxed state of mind, being, and health. Till next time, stay strong and stay healthy. Listening to Aqua Band, a call to awareness, a call to alertness, a call to action, and the call to war with Junius Ricardo Stanton. As we record this on May 31st, 2021, we are acknowledging the centennial of the Tulsa. Greenwood Massacre that occurred on this date 100 years ago that has pretty much been suppressed and swept under the rug, but today we can join with many others who are recognizing it and bringing it to the forefront so we get a more complete understanding of the history of this country and how it has responded to Africans in this situation and in this, this country. It's entitled, The Tulsa Massacre Was Just the Tip of the Iceberg. Quote, For the first time anyone could remember, black men took out weapons and fired back. Whites returned fire in volley after volley, unquote. A description of one of the several race riots in Philadelphia from the book, Tasting Freedom, Octavius Caddo and the Battle for Equality in Civil War America by Daniel R. Biddle and Murray Dubin, page 113. As we pause to remember and reflect on the centennial anniversary of the May 31st, 1921 riot and massacre that in- occurred in the Greenwood section of Tulsa, Oklahoma, we have to put that vicious terroristic event in proper historical perspective. The white rioting, looting, plunder, and murder that occurred on May 31st, 1921 was not the only attack of its kind that happened in America. In fact, it was characteristic of the racial animus that permeated this society for centuries. The planned and coordinated Tulsa-Oklahoma riot was part of the suppressed history of violence perpetrated on people of African descent in this country. Whether it was on individuals, you can see the book Without Sanctuary, lynching photography in America, families, neighborhoods, and communities. This is the history, the U.S. history books ignore and eschew teaching and discussing. It's what opponents of, quote, critical race theory, unquote, want to keep secret and unknown. But truth crushed to earth shall rise again, and that brutal history will become known. The truth is, within five years, the blacks who remained and returned to Tulsa had rebuilt Greenwood, bigger and more prosperous than it was at the time of the massacre. The April 2021 edition of Smithsonian Magazine and you can see copies at www.smithsonianmag.com has several articles on the Tulsa massacre and in 2019 BET News did an article on not just Tulsa but a handful of other communities that experienced devastating racial and politically motivated violence and you can see that at www. B-E-T dot com, forward slash news, forward slash national, forward slash 2019, forward slash 12, forward slash 17. Not just Tulsa, five other race massacres that devastated blacks. That article only mentioned Colfax, Louisiana in 1873, Wilmington, North Carolina, 1898, Atlanta, Georgia, 1906, Elaine, Cant, uh, Elaine, Arkansas in 1919, Rosewood, Florida in 1923, but there are so many more. As enlightening as this information is, it omits places like Philadelphia that experienced annual race riots from 1829 to 1844 or white mob violence in East St. Louis, Illinois, and Houston, Texas in 1917, or numerous white-instigated urban riots in 1919 that were part of the wide-ranging pattern of racial violence and attacks by whites against blacks following World War I. Quote, the Red Summer of 1919 marked the culmination of steadily growing tensions surrounding the great migration of African Americans from the rural South to the cities of the North that took place during World War I. When the war ended in late 1918, thousands of servicemen returned home from fighting in Europe to find that their jobs in factories, warehouses, and mills had been filled by newly arrived southern black people, or immigrants. Amid financial insecurity, racial and ethnic prejudice ran rampant. Meanwhile, African-American veterans who had risked their lives fighting for the causes of freedom and democracy found themselves denied basic rights such as adequate housing and equality under the law, leading them to become increasingly militant. In this fraught atmosphere, the white supremacist Ku Klux Klan organization revived its violent attacks and activities in the South, including 64 lynchings in 1918, and 83 in 1919. In the summer of 1919, race riots would break out in Washington, D.C., Knoxville, Tennessee, Longview, Texas, Phillips County, Arkansas, Omaha, Nebraska, and most dramatically, Chicago. The city's African-American population had increased from 44,000 in 1909 to more than 100,000 As of 1919, competition for jobs in the city's stockyards was particularly intense, pitting African-Americans against whites, both native-born and immigrants. Tensions ran highest in the city's south side where the great majority of black residents lived, many of them in old, dilapidated housing and without adequate services, unquote, www.history.com. /topics,/black history slash Chicago Race Riot of 1919. Unfortunately, we are woefully ignorant of not only our own history as black people, but also the foul history of this country when it comes to its treatment of indigenous peoples and people of color. We do not have time to get caught up in the whining of Negroes and whites fearful of the truth. The truth will make us free, free to do the necessary work to rid ourselves of the fear and hostility deeply rooted in this nation's history, free to personally and collectively transform ourselves into better human beings who can create a better world. But until we know the truth, we are inextricably doomed to repeat that sordid history, generation after generation. And that's the important factor of knowing the truth in order to resolve a problem or situation. You have to be able to face that situation realistically, pragmatically and with confidence that you will be able to resolve it as things stand. now in this country with the fissures growing wider and wider and deeper. That reckoning, meaning coming together, recognizing a situation exists, and expanding the energy and the intellect to attempt to resolve it, is probably not going to happen. If you look at uh, what we talked about before on the brouhaha of critical race theory, the fear and the unwillingness of whites to recognize and admit what they have done and to make amends by changing their consciousness, becoming more empathetic, more humane, and working to alter the system so that this type of ongoing violence does not replicate itself. And unfortunately, given the way the culture and given the way the society is going, I'm afraid that we're going to see more and more of this in a not too distant future. Because economically, the system is rocky, it's shaky, it's unsustainable. The only thing keeping it going is the fact that the so-called confidence in the system, the confidence in the markets, the confidence in the marketplace have not collapsed. Most astute people recognize that the system is totally corrupt. The markets, whether it's the stock market, whether it's the commodities market, whether it's the various exchanges are totally rigged in favor of those who have the most and who have the technology to give them unfair advantages. The political And judicial system are corrupt. All you have to do is look at the elections. All you have to do is look at what's going on in terms of how people of great wealth don't go to jail. People who are poor go to jail. People of great wealth and means and influence don't get indicted, they don't get convicted, and for the most part, they don't serve any time or suffer any great consequences for their behavior. And it creates the false illusion that the laws of consequence, whether you call it karma, whether you call it sowing and reaping, whether you call it reciprocity don't work or that they can be circumvented when in reality they can't be. The fact that this animus and this tension exists is proof. It's just that we've been brainwashed and duped into believing that everything is okay as long as you go along with the narrative, as long as you go along with the farce and the charade. But the farce, the charade, the deceit, the mendacity is there for all to see if they just open their eyes, if we just look around. And it is in crises that it becomes more and more uh, apparent is in situations like what we saw in Katrina or even with the COVID situation where the powers that be ingeniously used their negative history, the history of medical abuse, the the history of medical apartheid mistreatment and just, inhumane and very unempathetic responses to people's suffering. To turn that around and to promote inoculations and and injections, knowing full well that people were concerned because they had driven up the fear through a psychological operation, an operation of psychological warfare To induce mass panic, mass hysteria, and massive psychosis about this so-called virus. And it was all deliberate. They knew it was going to happen. I have documents where Johns Hopkins University did a peer review on a paper about induced psychosis. And they talked about various situations where these things can be manufactured and manipulated. And, of course, a health crisis was one of them. So they knew full well what was going to happen. And the reason I mentioned Johns Hopkins University, because if we look at this as a crime against humanity, not just a mistake, not just bad policy, but a deliberate crime against humanity. They become prime suspects. They, along with the World Economic Forum, them along with the uh, Rockefellers and the, the Bill Gates and the Warren Buffetts of the world, who's sponsored event 201, who have been pushing and promoting hoaxes and bogus threats of pandemics for over 20 years. But, you know, particularly after uh 2001 and 9-11. And it goes back even before that when you add Anthony Fauci with the HIV and AIDS and all of that and his agency, the National Institute for uh, Allergies and Infectious uh, Diseases. And so we, you have to look at that and, and look at it and examine it in a different light. Don't go for the okey doke, don't listen to the propaganda and, and, and this is pure propaganda that we're being fed, meaning biased, slanted, oftentimes disingenuous and deceitful information for a specific purpose, in this case to sell drugs, injections, experimental so-called treatment modalities that have not been thoroughly tested. In fact, when you ask the main perpetrators in Big Pharma, they will tell you that their phase three studies will not conclude until 2023. That's two years from now. So all the things that are coming out that are being swept under the rug, that are being poo-pooed, it's quite possible if they were even halfway honest when they conclude their reports and their phase three trials in 2023, they could say, yeah, these inoculations do cause these adverse side effects and have a a humongous list of such side effects. But given the, the mendacity of big pharma, don't hold your breath. Remember Two and a half years ago, three years ago, in a Gallup poll at the end of the year, the pharmaceutical industry was voted or ranked the least trustworthy industry in the United States. Lower even than the media, lower even than the politicians or elected officials. And so what they've done in the interim, because they knew this was going to happen, they knew they were going to roll out this type of PSYOP. They spent millions and millions of dollars trying to improve the image of big pharma in addition to the fear campaign about this SARS-CoV-2 virus. And so because they're only and always promoting vaccines, never Enhanced immune systems and what you have to do to enhance your immune system. Never alternative uh, treatment modalities. Vitamins, herbs, minerals, supplements, sunshine, exercise, adequate sleep, proper nutrition, things like that. Common sense things like that and things that have worked for eons have been scrapped in it in. Replaced by vaccinate, vaccinate, vaccinate. And we have to see it for what it is. And it's a multifaceted and a multi uh, complex setup because COVID is being used for many different things. The financial industry uses it to cover up their crimes and cover up the fact that the system was buckling. There was major cracks and fissures in the system in the th- coming out of the third quarter, going to the fourth quarter of 2019. Way before there was even a mention of this virus, the Fed was pumping trillions of dollars into the over- overnight repo markets because they were wobbling. And we're seeing, uh, you know, then they use the covid, the so-called stimulus to to. To buy uh, more money to bail out their buddies, to rip off the people because when you if and the way they did it, they in the legislation they they put in there there would be no oversight, no audits. So you know quite naturally they they have no fear of being caught in their shenanigans, and they gave everything to BlackRock, the the largest investment firm in the world and they're just doling out the money to their their buddies the too big to fail banks who are in a precarious positions themselves very wobbly very shaky because of their over leveraged quadrillions worth of derivatives that they've had to bail out that's what the whole thing was. With uh, Game Shop, GameStop, and that other other one that almost went under, where they had to bail them out, and they're going to continue ha- to have to do that because if one of them goes under, you're going to see Bear Stearns, Lehman Brothers are er- on steroids, and it it will in fact take down the whole Western-based financial system and economic system, and of course you have. You know the political thing with with the politicians taking on uh, more powers that they don't have under supposedly crisis and emergencies, and of course they're reluctant to give them up. And what we're seeing is a lessening of the the psyop, mainly because they're getting a lot of pushback. There are people who are, who are filing lawsuits all over the world against the governments and Big Pharma. They're seeing some politicians stand up to it and refuse their governors, their mayors, who are refusing or they're challenging the gov- the federal policies. And you're starting to see situations like where New York and California, which were the most draconian in their lockdowns, have not fared well, where you're seeing the projected doom and gloom for states like Texas, Florida, and some of the so-called red states, the numbers have not reflected the fear-mongering, the fear porn that the corporatist media is putting out there. So they they have to scramble to try to circumvent that so people don't wake up and say, hey, well, wait a minute. They said that all these people were going to get sick. They projected that Texas was going to go under, that Florida was going to, it hasn't happened. And so they have to, you know, CYA and come up with some other ways to distract us, to move us on. So they're lightening up the load. They're allowing for more and more openings. But they already know that we've been conditioned and brainwashed that they can pull a switch at any time and and then start the fear mongering over and over again. And they can even take it to another level, which is what they were trying to do with these so-called variants and variations and the mutations and all the while they're ignoring the adverse reactions to these inoculations and keep in mind the VAERS the vaccine adverse event reporting system that is run by the government and basically gets this information from doctors hospitals and the CDC is notoriously underreported the most generous estimate is 10 percent most people who look at that system look at the reporting system look at how it's done and how it's executed say that only about one percent of the adverse reactions to all vaccines let alone this covid injection are reported so We're not getting the full story and given the nature of propaganda and disinformation, you shouldn't expect to get the full story. You're going to have to do your own research and check and fact check and double check. And also keep in mind that these so-called fact checkers, when you look at who donates to them or who funds them, they're part of. The suspects, people like Bill Gates, give a lot of money to some of those fact checkers and also a lot of the the industry. Uh, The Journal of Columbia University Journalism School did an excellent piece on Bill Gates and his influence on global media. Just look up the Journal, Columbia University Journal of uh, Journalism. It's called gatekeepers, something, something, and, or just type in Bill Gates and that article will come up. It has since resurfaced. Ironically, it wasn't suppressed. It has resurfaced and they've added some additional information. So I'd encourage you to, to check that out. Again, we're sounding the Aquabin. Think for yourself, be aware understand that the game is rigged and it's not rigged and set up in our favor it's set up to take advantage of us and use us as their uh whipping boys and so they can uh, lord it over us and so the key solution is to expand your mind Engage in mental decolonization ref- Break off the shackles And think for yourself And act in your own best inference, Interest, Like they say When you know better, you do better So you don't fall for the okie-doke And then Because of the, the way the universe works You will attract more information that is uh, beneficial to you and the people that you need in the circumstances and situations will come and you will attract them that will help you to move beyond this mind numbing situation where we're duped and played. So. Again, as we close out today's episode. Think about. The implications of a 100 years since the Greenwood Massacre. And that's what it was, a massacre. It was a well-coordinated massacre. Do some research on that. It wasn't just a mob of white guys going around beating and burning and pillaging and plundering. They dropped bombs and incendiary devices from airplanes. They deputized people into the sheriff and police department. And they went aloud, and they rounded up 6,000 black people and put them in concentration camps, detention centers. And they burned a whole section of Tulsa, Oklahoma, which was very uh, prominent and very prosperous simply because they were jealous, simply because they were envious and simply because their consciousness was one of enmity animus, anger, fear, and hatred. And when we look at this country today, that same consciousness exists. And we can see it played out in many venues, and many vignettes, day in and day out. The only way it's going to change is when we change, when we change our consciousness. And that's why We're closing out with engage in mental decolonization. Free your mind, change your mind, and the rest will follow. Till next time, stay strong, stay safe, be well,
1: peace.